Good evening, everyone. This is the Josh and Joe podcast. Coming to you. Perched high above. The thirsty owl. Very good. <laughs> I think we just blew our cover with our guest, uh, surprise guest tonight. I knew he wanted to, to, to do the intro, so I just conceded that. Is that right? Yeah, you're right. You're okay. Right. Who do we have? We've got uh, Seiko Cup. We got uh, the birthday boy. It was a big week, which yeah. is why I wanted him to kind of jump in here and tell us all about it and exciting stuff that no normal 13-year-old gets to do, I think. Yeah. Well, take it away, Seek. Should I go chrono- chronological order? Yeah, we can do that. Right. That's a big word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I don't, I don't know why I said it. What'd you turn? How old are we? I turned 13. So teenagers feel any different? Nope. Abs- one abs- day older. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day older. But it happens to be a big day, right? Yeah, it okay. does. All right. So Thursday, I had a dinner with um, my mom's side of the family. Okay. And them. Yeah, sure. And then. So Matt. S- yeah. Saturday. Right? Yeah. I, I got a little get together with some buddies of mine at an indoor golf place called The Bunker. Yeah, down in Clifton Park. One's opening soon here, but it's not open yet. Yeah, right? and then Sunday. That was fun, right? How did the golf go? That was good. I felt, I felt like I played well. Yeah. I shot like 13 over. And you played Casa ball. de Campo, Teeth of the Dog, right? Which is where this guy was a pro at. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So your mom and I were the golf pros at, at uh, Casa de Campo. So it's fun to play that course, right? Yeah. It's pretty, huh? Fun. I mean, it's... They do a pretty good job of rep- representing it in, you know, on the CGI, the computer imagery, right? Yeah, they but do yeah, a good job. it's fun. It's fun. How did you do on that hole that you shoot over the water and then over to the green? Number That's five, great. I think. Yeah, five and seven are both kind of peninsula I, uh, greens. I hit a nine iron into a tree. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's a tiny green, and the cool part of the design of that is that because it's a short hole, the green is very small. Oh, it's a short hole. It yeah. looked like a, yeah. like a, like a, yeah. lots of yardage. Yeah. And so, you know, when you don't want to hit it in the ocean yeah. or the Caribbean go, Sea, you go a little right. Yeah. You yes. tend to kind of block it out. And Seiko won closest to the tree contest. <laughs> did you get yeah. up and down or did you make bogey there? I got up and down. What a boy. Very nice. Yeah. So, okay. So, and then, um, so that so, was Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, we went to a Celebration of Life party for Martha. Mm-hmm. Our, our good friend here at Thirsty Owl in Opera Saratoga. So we, we uh, mm. paid some respects there. And then we headed out west. And then we Zoomed to Turning Stone to pick up the Uncle Wesley West. Wesser. Yeah, that's right. And then off to Syracuse. Well, we took a little... Pit stop at Turning Stone, grab mm-hmm. some lunch, watch some football, watch the Chargers, yeah, watch the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, nothing went well ah. there. That was a tough one. That was yeah. a tough one. Yeah, yeah. they didn't. I, it is it is well known within my family and friends and close people that when my favorite team is playing so poorly, <laughs> I begin to root team. for the other team. It's... I get so perturbed <laughs> that I start uh, disappointed, uh, upset, annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you do that. You do that a lot because the Chargers lose. They're a tough lot. to root for. 
And then, um, did you guys bet in those machines? At- no, because then we, we thought we would have to come back and redeem it there. And I didn't oh, want to do right, that. Right, right. I would rather have just bet it online on my phone and I get credit on my phone. So that's kind of been our thing lately. Then we don't need to drag this out too much. And then on, on to Syracuse to see a Bush concert, right? Yeah. So we had great tickets to that. And, and that was wonderful. And you got a, a, some nice experiences. Right. Yeah, we did a little meet and greet with Gavin because mm-hmm. we got the VIP. You made a sign. It's, yeah, uh, it said, "It's my thirteenth birthday. Please play our favorite song. Not our favorite song. One of them. One of our favorite songs that they rarely, they never play. Right. Underappreciated song. That's called Human Sand. Right. And mm. we and that was one of my favorites when yes. I was hiking out yeah. west. I, I loved right. listening to that when I was hiking. I, I thought I that was all fun. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We wanted them to play that so. When you do the meet and greet, you get probably 80 seconds to say hi, get a few pictures, yeah. and get out of there because yeah. they have 40 people that they have to do that to before a concert. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and then they were all like, yeah, we might play it, but probably not because we already have a set list. So we go out, and then... We decided to get some to go courage back. to go back. <laughs> To go back, and yes. they somehow let us. Yeah. To get. Yeah. Sometimes they get really protective of the band, and they don't sure, let anyone come back in there. But I think everyone kind of fell in love with Seagull the first time, and went back in, and they signed signed your little poster that you made. Mm-hmm. It says Seiko, we love you, Gavin Rosdale. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And the show was fantastic. Show was incredible. We I got. Two drumsticks, one by the opening band and one by Bush. Yeah. Again? This is yeah. the second. And we were on the way out, and because our little group was up and down and jumping the entire time. Okay. And you don't realize how much more you're into it than everyone else until you turn around once in a while during the show. And nobody else. And there were people standing up, but they were not jumping up. We were literally jumping da- up and down for my, 90 minutes. My, I could not walk yesterday. Yeah. I'm not joking. I could not walk yesterday. Yeah. I was limping around school. <laughs> but what the, a cool way to say why you're limping around yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then Gavin came through the audience and gave you, he recognized you from the meet and greet and gave and you a nice hug. Christy had a yeah. nice little strikeout. See, right. We might have to post that. Might have to post that video. Yes. Yeah. So you had a great, great birthday, right? Yeah. It was fantastic. So now I have. Two drumsticks from Bush. Yeah, and you got the set list as well at and, the end, right? Yeah, because that guy jumped from the stage, hurt himself, and gave me the set yeah, list. Yeah, one of the guys that set up, one of the roadies. Because um, we were heading out, and the guy just hurtled. Yeah, he just saw us up and down the whole concert. And I think he, you know, he saw the signs, too, and, and he went out of his way to go give him the set list, which is a very coveted item for people that hang around the it's stage huge. afterwards. So, um, in fact, two women got into a dust up over trying to get a set list. Remember yeah, that? That was that, weird. I was like forcing them out. Yeah. And then everyone got kicked out because they got in a little, little cat fight over the set list. And then they were like, here you go. This is for the newly minted 13 year old. Newly minted. And that was really, that was truly the night before. Because your birthday was Monday. And then you stayed up on the way home. So, until the, so we got to the venue, mm-hmm. Landmark Theater, at about 440. Mm hmm. Bush started playing at nine. Yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of time to spend. Four and a half hours, yeah. approximately. Wes had a good idea to go hang well, out at that gin mill. So if that we was were nice. staying at the theater for 
two hours. Oof. And the the recap of Seiko's little break is that he also is going to work hard at the Owl tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Oh, and by the way. Yeah. Yoinking some food at lunch. Yeah, there's no question. Of course. If there's a lot left. Of course. And then, and then Friday Sweet. you'll be off to Florida. Yeah. To hang out with uh, mom and I'm Matt off to and their Florida family. For one weekend. Yeah. Enjoy some nice weather. Oh, it just snowed. It's snowing again? No, but I'm just mentioning that it snowed. Oh, yeah. Four we inches had a, last we night. We had a tough shoveling situation. Randomly. All right. So then you're off to Florida. Do What courses are you playing? Do you know the answer to that? I remember one. Uh, Quail? Quail Creek or something? Quail Creek. It's very private or something. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. It's. I looked at pictures. It looks amazing. And then tomorrow, maybe we'll we'll do a little indoor golf. I've heard there's a new place over um, kind of by Maple Ave. Yeah. And I hear it's open until 10 o'clock tomorrow night. So we're going to clean, clean this joint up, watch football, and play golf and cocktail. Shouldn't be fun at all. No, we won't have any, any fun. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Adults We'd never think to. of such things. You'll just drive me home. Very what? good. Just kidding. All right. Well, thanks for the update, Seek. Is there any que- you no, have any questions no, for Seek? It's just a big week. I mean, yeah. often we don't listen to A lot to going on. Monday, we did Halachi. Which is oh, that's right. We did. That was nice, too. And your uh, brother, Nico, was well-behaved right up until the end. There was a little little weird oh, shouting the thing. the car ride there, he was. A meltdown? Meltdown. Meltdown Central. Meltdown. <sighs> but I think one of the bigger news, and I don't know if we're overlooking this, but he's literally now... A teenager. Yeah, I just I mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, but that's newly minted teenager. I said, do you feel any different? He said, no. Yeah, I'm a day older. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, well, we'll be monitoring this. <laughs> it went from eleven fifty-nine at fifty-nine seconds to twelve o'clock. How quickly after it turned midnight did you fall asleep in the back seat? A minute and a half. Okay, very good. I thought, <laughs> that's what I thought. I wasn't positive. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good, and very then good. I told him to wake me up about 20 minutes before he got home so I could try to wake up a little bit. And I woke him up about 10 minutes before we got home, and then he fell asleep again. <laughs> you didn't have to carry him out and, of the car. And, no. and I rumbled and grumbled out of the car. Ah, oh, you were fine. Sludged upstairs. But you had to get up early for school. I let you sleep in a little bit, which was yeah, nice. Yeah, but we just watched movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well... And then you you were supposed to have one science test, and that got canceled. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Go get ready for bed. And um, thank you for the update. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then I'll uh, talk you in in a few minutes. Right. Busy week, and it's only Wednesday. I know. Lordy. Tomorrow is such always such a a challenging long day at the Owl. Yeah. How many? uh, I heard 175. Yeah, 170 probably by the time some people don't show up. You know. Yeah. So it's a fun time here. I was here last year. I yeah. loved it. The food was amazing, and I swore I'll never cook again because why? Yeah, when I can just come here and Are you have coming like, in for Thanksgiving. Tomorrow? I can't. In oh. fact, it, I, I meant to tell you, my um, my daughter decided that she can't come. Okay, because she has classes on Friday. Okay, so I'm driving first thing in the morning to Boston. I know, and then having lunch at Fogo de Chao. Shameless plug-in. It's actually one of my favorite restaurants, chain restaurants. 
It's, it's like a Brazilian, um, like a Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They have a great salad bar, humongous salad bar, cool. and then of course the grilled meats. And um, I haven't decided if I'm staying there for the night or or trekking back here because yeah, just stay. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, she's she goes off to school first thing in the morning on Friday, so okay. Um, but it'll be great to see my daughter. She's uh, doing nice. wonderful. She always tried at least. Get somewhat near some family, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll bring my mom and my stepdad with me. And um, I actually was looking forward to having her here because we had planned to have Thanksgiving here at the Owl and mm-hmm. just hang out and have fun and then, you know, enjoy Saratoga a little bit. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, going to Boston. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll Very be fun. good. That'd be great. You guys t- taking off after Thanksgiving or? No. No, because you're Friday. Yeah, because I'm bringing Seiko to the airport on Friday, Oh, which is not early, which is great. It'd be nice to get a little sleep in after a long day of working and then playing a little indoor golf. That's very cool. Which would be fun. Courtesy of Lindsay, I heard. Lindsay hooked up uh, the Seiko Seiko man. Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah, it is. Should be fun. I guess they're open until 10 o'clock tomorrow night. That's awesome. So um, I sent you... Switching topics now. I yeah. sent you a little, what do you call them? YouTube shorts or an Instagram? Well, whichever short. one you have. Like I have YouTube. So whenever you send an Instagram or something like that, I have to listen to it really fast and then I have to unmute it. And I can only play it once. And if not, if I don't catch what someone said really quickly, then I right. have to download right. Instagram. Oh, and I don't right. want to do that. So okay. um, the one that you sent this morning, I did not catch. Ah, is that the one you're going to talk about? Yes. Well, then just okay, it then was, play it. It was that, yeah, it was um, it. from from one of your more favorite ones to list, to watch. It's what at whatever. Oh my God! What's that guy's name? Uh, Brian something. Oh, is it's some it's some like foolish like he looks like a Brian kind of thing. He does look like a Brian. So this is slightly disturbing, but it is something that okay now you and I all talk I remember about is you said that you, you were suggesting that this girl is a bit of a floozy. So I assume that she's going to talk about what her body count is. And she's how old? Um, She is, I think she's like 21, 22. No, no, it has nothing to do with body count. You okay. have to love this. Okay, yeah, because I, I couldn't hear it. Okay, so, just to and put then it I couldn't in, replay it. Just just to put it in context. Well, I'll, I'll talk about what I texted you. But this is that podcast comment. where the guy's very traditional and he just talks about how men only want only desire quality only quality men quality men only desire women that are kind of chaste remain chaste and have a Sometimes very a low body count even. and yeah th- i which i yeah strongly disagree with i like slutty women <laughs> <laughs> well here's the story how are you going to get good at sex if you don't have it a lot there is a point to this and also how does the woman know that that's it for them if they haven't experienced other yeah. men. Right? Emotionally, physically, the whole nine yards, right? And, and we've discussed that this guy yeah. who's constantly promoting this idea that the less sex you've had or even virgin is the he, best, he, that he might even be kind of a little bit sick in the head. Because like it's like, what are you going to do, like date a 16-year-old? A few times. Who's probably in his late 20s, maybe 30. 30, yeah. This guy comes on with him. And he's like fairly cons- like super conservative and I think religious. And he just, 
he just has guy he has guys on that feel the same way as him then he has women on that he can get in these battles with so it's su- it's super annoying yeah you know and the problem is with brian is like he's fairly articulate it's just the things he says i don't agree with which doesn't make him inherently a jerk or me smart or him dumb or me better and him worse like that's not it but i just like almost everything out of his mouth i disagree with other than he he does make some points there, like, and I'll get to that later. So yeah. without further ado, I, we'll just I mean, listen to the clip. So it's him talking to a, a younger woman. A younger, like, at least, cannot be more than 24 I have old. him at mid-30s. I don't have him he's that like young. He's like 32. We did look it up. Okay, okay. Yeah, we did. He's 32, and he's talking about having his ideal partner being a virgin. Ugh. So again, I go back to, what are you looking for, like a 12-year-old? I mean, just. That, yeah, it's, he. That's the things he says. Yeah, are leading towards pedophilia. Uh, yeah, not that he is right. a pedophile, or as the British say, a pedophile. <laughs> I think it's funny to say that. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> yeah, it's it's again. I'm on the conservative bent, or at least if you look at a Richter scale, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not. I yeah. admit I grew up in a conservative family, but I'm, I wouldn't call myself conservative. And even he bothers me. So you've, we've got a point. So here's the, here's what happened at this. On what this. was his, did he, did he pose a question in the beginning of this? Or is this just someone, uh, some woman, young woman's response? It was a woman's story. Okay. Okay. It'll make sense once you okay. listen to it. Perfect. Okay, one second. So okay. here we go. And you effed a whole platoon. Oh, yeah. How did this unfold? Where were you? I was in Alabama working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, and one of them came in and he was like... He oh. would, yeah, and then he would stay for me, like, after work. And I'd be like, we go into my car. And, like, we go to my car after work, like, do it. And then yeah. how, did, how did that translate Find into, it. yo, you should sleep with my whole platoon? It was like, bring your friends to eat some wings. And then I was like, oh, they're cute. And he was like, I was like, put me on. And he like, put me on. So that's that's not Brian. That's the guy that I talk about all the time. Yeah. He he brings this guy in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I don't understand the point of the clip. The point of the clip is she's talking about the fact that she hooked up with a person no, in the military. No, I understand what no, happened. No, I know, I know. So, and then, because some of the Alabama accent, they may not have picked up whoever's listening to this podcast. I think everyone can get that one. <laughs> I, I got it pretty okay. easily. But what is the point of okay, playing so that Okay, so he one? said, he said, quote, um, let, you know, why do you do this? What is your relationship with your father? And then she said, oh, I blame my father. I definitely have daddy issues. So my text to you this morning was daddy issues are real dot, 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 or she may just like having a lot of sex. Yeah. And so I think in this case, it's probably a little bit of both. And I don't know. I don't know what, what there is that's worth the comment on. Um, I think it's wonderful if you are insatiable as a man or a woman and you feel like having sex with many different people at one time. I don't have any issue with that. Right. Like I wouldn't even bring up like. No, the reason I brought it to the table. I don't even know what to say that one. Yeah. No, no. The reason I brought it to is because I've discussed with you certain relationship aspects in my life. Mm -hmm. And so once in a while I'll be like, yeah, daddy issues. Mm. And you'd say, get over it. Like, 
at some point, Joe, just you just gotta let that go. Are you trying to tell me that you've had sex with the platoon? Too? <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh. Josh, I was going <laughs> to. No. I wanted the, to do it on the air. The I, answer is no. So that was me acknowledging okay. the fact that, um, first of all, my question, it was me acknowledging the fact that I have maybe possibly made excuses for myself mm-hmm. and poor choices as potential daddy okay. issues. And you were very quick to go, just get over it. All right. So that's a. Quickly, first of all, a yeah. little disclaimer for the people out there who know that we just had Sequence. Sequence in the room watching. Yeah, we're not talking <laughs> watching about this. Netflix on his phone. So, um, but I. Um, yeah, so I talk about the Eddie Vedder aspect where, you know, Eddie Vedder didn't break with Pearl Jam at age 20 or 21 or 20. He was like 28 years old, right? Not right. that that's old, but the whole first record's about the issues he had growing up and thinking that his stepdad was his real dad and then his real dad was dying. And it's literally the lyrics to Alive, which is arguably their best song ever, in my opinion, their best song ever. And then he keeps doing that. And then after about the third record, he realizes I better talk about some more grown up issues because people are probably thinking, wow, this Ah. guy's 35 now and he's talking about daddy issues, like get over it, right? I don't think, I think he posed it and... Um, and it just so happened that he hit the nail on the head that, that she did have some issues with um, a male figure in her life. But I'm not to say that one way or another that that would have put her in a spot where she felt like being, um, you know, having fun with more than one person at a time. Like, I don't think that one necessarily leads into the other. I think there are many women that are wired very hot that had wonderful relationships and have wonderful relationships with their, with their, with, their um, with people, ma- male figures in their life. So that's just him trying to say that, Oh, she's must be broken because she likes to have sex a lot. Right. When if the option between having sex with a bunch of hot guys in a platoon, like if that doesn't sound attractive to you, if you don't want to, as a woman admit that that's probably at least hot to think about, <laughs> Then you're lying or you're not wired hot. Right. Or what's the option? Marrying that douchebag where you suggest any time that you don't want to have sex with just him, then you're wired wrong. That's your other option. I'll take fucking the platoon. Thanks. Yeah, Good point. Good so, point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, not wrong guy to play that for to not, to not like continue to bang on her like that guy did. Right. Um, yeah, wrong oh. guy to apply that for. I, I root for that person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so go going back to daddy issues because I do recognize. I mean, whoever listens to this podcast understands that my background with my dad and um, there is something missing in your life when you don't have a father figure. So what I like about what you always tell me whenever I raise the daddy issues flag is get over it. So my question is in your mind. When should somebody just stop making those excuses? Is it like, obviously, I think as teenagers, we're too young to really think about that and soul search. I mean, in your 20s, are you still going to use that excuse? In your 30s, are you still going to use that excuse? And, you know, what could you be doing to stop making excuses for poor choices? I think once you identify that maybe you've made some poor decisions based on not having a, I don't want to say daddy, just like an authoritative male figure in your life to help you kind of 
help guide you a little bit and suggest that maybe this move might be right, that one might not be, or this one might be, and that might be wrong. I think once you've identified that perhaps you don't have that guidance and you've identified that perhaps that was a feeling by someone else, once you've identified that, then I think you can kind of start to move past that. Yeah. And that shouldn't take very long. <laughs> I don't think that should take all that long. Yeah. Oh. It, am I like breaking your chops right now? Uh, no. Um, I don't know. No, I, you're not. I, I think that you had a rough go with some items between you and your dad, but I don't think that you make um, or have made super poor choices because of that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just affected. <laughs> yeah. But what does that mean? Like what, what decisions do you feel like you've made that yeah. were because of that? Well, choices, you get choices, that? In, choices in, um, you know, men like obviously the child, the father of my children are much older, is much older. The father of my children is much, much older than I am. And uh, looking back, do I go, okay, why did I marry him? Was it because he represented a father figure, which is kind of gross if you think it's about like it, but it's not. Pseudo reverse Oedipus complex. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that. Yeah. No, I was definitely in love with him. I would not have married him and, you know, yeah. been with him for a very, very long time. But I time. think, I mean, looking for someone that's older and the guidance that comes with that, I don't think is inherently yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, I got to root for, you know, hot young chicks to go for older guys. I'm. <laughs> I'm 50 here shortly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, any younger ladies that are listening, there's nothing wrong with picking yeah. someone that's, you know, let's say almost 50. Yeah. I also think <laughs> <laughs> almost 50. Yeah. You've got uh, a month. how many? A month yeah, today? A month exactly today. Oh. 30 days. No, I think, I think I will oh. say I, I'm acknowledging also the fact that I can talk about things that are very, very difficult to talk about. Yeah. And you're just like, slap me in the back of the head going, get over it. Yeah. Make, you know, just. Yeah, I root for everyone to get over. I root for everyone right. to kind of, you know, oh, that guy I was with was such a dick. Shut up. It's your choice. That woman was such a bitch. She was so. Get over it. It was your choice. Yeah. The question I have for myself and for my friends who may be going through relationship itch issues is, um, you know, what's this getting you? Well, are, 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 if you're not happy, why are you in it? Yeah. If you have questions, why are you in it? And how much longer are you going to allow this to be a menace in your yeah, life? Yeah, I mean, pretty well-covered territories for us. Yeah. And I think that, you know, dealing with trauma from childhood is inevitable. No one had the perfect childhood. You yeah. Know? No, no one has had. Um, and... You know, too authoritative, too hands off. Uh, dad wasn't around, mom wasn't around. Uh, broken family. You know, what it comes down to is this. What's that? <laughs> when you think that you've had it so tough, mm. and you had it tough growing up, and you know, someone made you play tennis, and someone made you do ballet or play the piano you know, my parents broke up when i was four my parents broke up when i was 14 i don't mean to minimize but everyone has had take-ups along the way so get the fuck over it i mean that's what it really comes mm. down to um and i am boy it doesn't sound like it here's my plug for myself i am pretty <laughs> empathetic 
But I still want to fucking hear Asshole. about how your situation is so different than everyone else's. Like, I, I get sick of that. I don't love that. I don't love hearing that. Um, and especially when you're goddamn 50. Right. I just don't. I can't. I can't hear. I can't hear it. You know, so you can't choose your family, right? But you can choose how much you hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to keep trying and trying to fight the good fight mm-hmm. and spend time. And um, if you have a father that's this way or a mother that's that way, then you do your best to because they're not going to change. I mean, no. our parents are older now. Like You're not going right. to get them to change. So you do your best with what you're given and you kind of go from there. Yeah. It's very simple. It's very simple. I mean... If you choose to make it hard, it's very it becomes easy. Hard. Yeah, it becomes hard. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, another random question and then, a, and then a final top three because it is late and uh, you guys have a very long well, day. Well, here's the story. Take your, take your time with asking this. I will be able to hear you from the other room. I'm going to go give Seiko a kiss on the forehead. Okay. And uh, I will run right back. I will be gone for right. 30 seconds. So just uh, take your time on the next time. I'm going to be filibustering and the question he has to listen to is as he's saying goodnight to Seiko. I can always edit this out, right? Um, is, I think I'm going to have to wait for him. So to any of those listeners, if you have daddy issues and you feel like you haven't gotten over it, give us a shout and we'll tell you to get over it. Um, okay, so here's the question. Did you ever let... Never have I ever. Never have I ever. Is that a game? Okay, let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question in that terms. Never have I ever. Mm, boy, there's not gonna be a lot of nevers. Okay, never have I ever let love distract me from my personal goals. Oh, think hard. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand. I've have never you, played okay, the game, so, so just let, give me a second. For, for, I have had had oh. romance distract me from my goals, but when I was younger, when I was younger. How, yeah, well, yeah. I had a, a a girlfriend from high school. Follow, I'd let her follow me to college, and she was a shit show. Yeah, and her name is a month of the year. No. Oh, oh, different one. No, no, no. April did her own thing and went to school, oh, played Division One basketball. Cool. She's a tremendous athlete. Yeah, yeah. Melissa. That was it. Yeah. And that was it. You. you yeah, don't... and that it, it caused you... all kinds of crap for the first two years of my college experience. And so you learned very early on not to let that rule the way you yeah. move forward with your own personal goals and life. And I just this got back huge. from watching Napoleon. Yeah. Which... <laughs> okay, wait. Where's where's the analogy? Where's the metaphor there? Well, I'll let people watch okay. that. It, okay. It's um, just this guy who essentially almost conquered all of the known world um, was very much influenced by his romantic choices i think is the best way to oh, say oh wow it. okay but um no then after that like I, I i think it's very clear that if you have someone that's worth a shit then they help you work towards your goals and um aren't a distraction so mm. yeah yeah i think when you're young and you don't really understand about what romance is you just think it's you're supposed to give someone all this attention and um, if you work really hard at basketball or golf or schoolwork, then they will think that you're not focused enough on them. And being so young and dumb, like I thought that was a thing. I thought 
you know, I was becoming one of the best golfers in the whole country from this little podunk town in upstate New York where it snows six months a year. And, you know, someone was making me feel like I wasn't spending enough time on them. And if I could go back, I'd just be like, go shit in your hat. Wow. So you're saying you spent less time on yeah, your I'm trade. Not, I'm yeah. not, again, not making a big deal about yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. it definitely detracted to some degree. And what a, what a, what a poor decision, what a poor decision to let that influence. And I think a lot of that too, is I had no self-confidence at that time. It was like myself and I could hit a ball far and straight and get it in the hole in very few shots. And that was like my only redeeming quality. Right was athletics because it wasn't just golf. I was good at a couple other sports, but, um, like I, what you do is you start thinking that what your peers think of you is what your master status is. Like the fact that I was also in the top 5% in my class, I didn't think of that as a positive. I thought it was a negative. Like I was a dork. I was a nerd because Mm. I was really good at school. Mm. Um, and how you handled, um, members of the gender that you were attracted to was kind of how you, your clout amongst your peers. Right. Um, and of course I was really good at a sport that wasn't throwing the pigskin or whatever. So it was golf. So I was really good at golf, but I just like, no one, none of my peers gave a shit about that. Right. But if I was an all American in football, if I was, oh. a, you know, six foot four, 200 pound quarterback, then it would have been a big deal. Right. So, It'd be a parade. Yeah, I just yeah. think that when you're young and you don't know anything and, you know, I didn't – I have wonderful parents, but I didn't have the, the conversations and the relationship that, like I have with Francisco. Like right. I can explain to him, hey, you know, you know, this girl that you're seeing, it's very nice that you're you're embarking on your romantic career. But I can tell you this ain't the one, number one. And two, keep your eye on the ball, you know. Mm. And I just, you know, and if my parents had that conversation with me and one ear on out the other, I just don't, I don't think it was had anyways, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so that has happened, but not in 40 no, years, 30 actually, years. That, that's a really good thing to have happened very early on yes. because I think a lot of people experience that um, much later. A lot of people give yeah. up their career goals yeah. for love, quote unquote love, you know, and correct, correct, because you don't know that it really is. At yeah, that point. I would have to say that that there's the failure rate is well above seventy five percent, and yeah. most people will say I regret that choice. I, yeah. think, I think a very few percentage would say I'm glad I gave up, you know, the legal career I always wanted. Yeah, for a love, and the divorce rate being what it is, it's right gone. And you take marriage out of it, any relationship. Yeah, right, but. um failure isn't you know breaking up i mean failures when there's a lack of respect or a lack of whatever but um yeah yeah i mean that that has happened but it was was a long time ago i I mean i know the place that romance should have in my life and it doesn't mean that it's a lesser role it just means that there should be more respect involved and more kindness and more uh, thought and intent Um, Mm. all those really cool things that you know nothing of then when you're 17, 18 years old, you're not really in a relationship. You're in this mock pretend precursor to what relationships will be in not five years, like in 10, 20 or 30 years when you have half a clue of what it should really be about. Right. They're not real relationships. No. You can't tell a 16, 17, 18 year old that, but. 
it won't register because they won't because yeah. they think they know better. They think they've cracked the code. They think they they know better, and they don't. Yeah, just like we didn't when we were that age. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fair? I, I, very, very fair. And I would say that the only reason I have never pursued a, a career, a real career in law is not because of my love for my husband. It was my children. It was time with my children. So I've never, I don't think I've ever deviated from my own personal goals because of love per se. Well, you got a lot yeah. of legal ego left in you if you want it. Oh, you know, I, I've I've kind of thought about that. During COVID, I almost took the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but I got bored with studying, so I was like, nah. Yeah, it's not, you know, I was on the track to going to law school, and I said, boy, the thought of going to school, like, you know, for three more years, like, I, no, no. No, yeah. Just can't do it. Well, I, for me, it was different. I fell in love with, literally fell in love with the law in seventh yeah. grade. So it was a very different thing. I, so I never did. Hmm. So that I don't want to say that was a morbid topic, but that was kind of a, that's kind of sad because one would like to think that love is a good thing yeah. in your life, and you want to hope. For well, it. with with the right person or people, yeah. it can be, but with the wrong person who just wants your attention and all of your time and resources, it can be bad, and that's the whole point. So you have to identify. Mm. You have to identify. Exactly. I, I liken it to a quarterback in the NFL, and they have all these different schemes on defense. <laughs> and you got to identify, you got to get to the line of scrimmage. You know, the play clock's at like seven. Yeah. And then on the telecast, and when it gets to five, it turn, the numbers turn red because you got to snap the ball and you got to look around and see what's going on. And then you have to make a game plan and make a call. Hurry up. Hike. On two. Hut. So you're saying like uh, the, the man or the woman are like, you're literally like looking for the landmines and the yeah, strategy and how to read. move around it. Read. Yeah. yeah, I got to tell you, that's a lot of work. It's so much easier to be a fool in love. <laughs> you know what I kind of want to talk about? What do you want to talk it's about? Just, again, I just watched Napoleon. And, you know, and, and he was this like pseudo political, mostly military leader. Right. And all the wars and battles, just brutal. It was very, very gory. Yeah. I mean, not, not unbearably so, but it was tough. And I, and I think back and, you know, you, you sit there and you talk about how women had it tough and couldn't vote and they, well, would you rather go to war and have cannonballs break on the ice and you sink into freezing cold water or get a cannonball upside the face? Like, it, you know, back a hundred, 200, 300 years ago. I mean, that's all there was to do, it seems like, for guys, was to start wars and fight in wars right. and die in wars. Right. And think about the Man, women they left I'll, behind. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take staying home in a comfy house in front of a fireplace with, apparently in this situation, another lover who was five times more attractive than Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, no. I would have bummed that guy, too, if I were <laughs> Josephine. He was pretty handsome. The sideburns were a little long, but I think I could have overlooked it. I have to watch it. And I don't think this guy, I think this guy was taller than 5'5". Five five, so so oh. he had that going for him. But it, it was a decent movie. It wasn't, wasn't mm. great. We watched The Holdovers a couple of weeks ago, and that was better, I thought. Mm. Oh, that's right. Paul that's Giamatti. We talked Giamatti. about that. Yep. So um, uh, to wrap it up, because it's late, um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Give me top three things you're <sighs> thankful for. I don't like Thanksgiving. You don't like Thanksgiving? I do not like Thanksgiving. Well, I... Other than the Thursday owl turkey. I don't want to be Bill Maher. Is Bill Maher that super liberal guy that has all the talk shows? Yes. I don't want to be him, but like 
Thanksgiving. We're really, really doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, all cozy yeah. with the natives. Right, mm. right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Let's not I get mean, too into that because I don't want to do that. Listen, but... it's it, we are we're all busy people, and everybody's no, we're not. No, in, no, in, we're in, not. Our, in everybody's life, no one's busy. It's a great reason to. It's a great marker on your calendar to go. I'm going to see family, and it does kind of become a shit show once in a while, but. At least it's an impetus to bring families together. I have taken truth serum tonight in the form of a gigantic pretzel. Yum. At, at, <laughs> at the movie theater, they sell these pretzels that are literally, I think, a pound and a half. You know, you go to the track or you oh, yeah. go to uh, a ball game and you get a jumbo pretzel. Yeah, yeah. This is no, bigger? That is like a pretzel that comes in a bag of pretzels compared to this. That, thing. <laughs> I, when I tell you this is this a pound is and a half of pretzel, it's a pound and a half. Yeah. And I think there's truth serum in it. No one's really that busy. Mm, we all have time to do it. You can always make time, yeah. 100%. I agree. I agree. And but your family's being, really good at that. Said, that being yeah. said, my family lives three hours. Right. And it's not always that easy for me to get out to them. You know, it doesn't make you uber busy if you can't, but it's three hours there, three hours back. And if I want to go, I want to spend ample time and I only ever get two days off a week and I rarely get them back to back. Yeah. Um. And then I have to have someone else do check out. Like, is that busy? It's not busy if someone comes to see me because I always have the extra space next right. door. Um, so we have time. We have time. Yeah, I know. And you know, like when I started when I'm coaching Seiko's basketball team. You found time. You find time. Yeah. Right? I agree. Um, what okay. am I thankful for? My kid. Yeah. The very few people that I have in my life because yeah. I've I want it that way. Yeah. And they all know who they are and, um, you know, that my, my parents are still well enough to travel and come and see me. That's great. Um, thank you for mean, the people that stroll into the owl and, yeah. and frequent the biz. I think that's nice. The people that work with me, I think, um, you know, they frustrate me from time to time and I'm sure I frustrate them from time to time, mm -hmm. but I do really like them and care for them. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. sounds like, uh, that's a good life. I sound like a politician. <laughs> no, I, I, the reason I ask is because there, there's a lot of shit going on around the world. Mm -hmm. All, you know, there's wars right now. There's a lot of instability. There's people who are being bombed, um, and bombing back and there are children who are not healthy. And so I, I just think it's always good to say we have a pretty good life and have a lot to be thankful for. I mean, mine's like yours. The health and safety of my kids. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. Um, and then obviously the health and safety of our parents and our family and, you know, my friends. I mean, I didn't realize my friends was going to be every top three in my life. It's like the first time I've been able to focus on, you know, the friend part because, you know, you get wrapped up in family life and raising children and that's pretty cool. Yeah. we're You know, you've gotten to that spot. Everyone's kind of flown the coop on you. I'm still right in the middle of caring for a child, you know? Yeah. So I've got that to keep me busy and keep my mind occupied, you know? Very true. So, yeah. well, that is, that is what is that, the Thanksgiving episode? The Thanksgiving episode and the Seco birthday wrap-up. The Seco birthday. It's birthday a big week. week. I mean, yeah. you know? Yeah, I got I to gotta find the love for Thanksgiving. I think a lot of it is that it's just, I do like football. Mm-hmm. I just think it's the weird gluttony of it. 
Oh, it's it is gluttonous. It's only made worse by Thirsty Owl because it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> One of the best, by the way. I yeah, I, I rave about the food here, but I got to tell you, nothing's dry. Like usually when you go to a buffet, it's like dry turkey. Yeah, it's almost oh, purple. Good stuff. This is awesome, awesome yeah. food over here. And I'm sorry, I'm going to miss it. Well, you have cool things to do tomorrow. I do. I want to go see my daughter. So that's yeah. very, very cool. So, You're wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, you need to go off to bed and digest that pretzel. Yeah. I didn't have that much of it. <laughs> I had a couple bites and then all of a sudden I was like, no, I can't do anymore. It's like a lead balloon in your and stomach. It's just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just sitting there. No, I, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't eat that much. I was considering eating more, but we were, well, by the time I get up, I was talking to Lindsay. I came up and you were all fired up and ready to go. So. I think I think, I think, think the pretzel from the last time yeah, it's still, is still there. It's still, <laughs> it's still the glutinous glory in your stomach. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no more pretzels. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, I parked the car. So I let everyone out first. Yeah. I came back and it had already been ordered. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those loyal listeners, I did hear from a listener recently. I ran into them in the street in Saratoga and they were like, remember when you guys said this on the podcast? I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, and also next time. Yeah. Um, I was a big to, yawn, by the way. Yeah, we have to do. I, I remember I have to run payroll tomorrow, too. Ugh. Thanksgiving. So it's, yeah, Thanksgiving is always a Thursday. So <laughs> payroll too in the morning. Yikes. Um, but I, I also have had more than one person now say that we should do an Ask Jazzy segment. I would love that. Little Jazzy update. I will ask she is, She has two new tattoos and new <laughs> hair color. She has red hair. Somebody requested a recent Jazzy photo and I looked and I was like, Oh my God, she's blonde now. And now she has red hair. She has red hair again. Yeah. She went from red to blonde. She had red and then, yeah, she changes hair color probably every two weeks. Yeah, we should do that. I've, you know what? Maybe we need a I've pod. I've not been chatting to Jazzy very much. Oh boy. Well, but you've been busy with your kids. She hasn't been, she hasn't seemingly been upset yeah. about it. Maybe a third podcast, Jazzy Says, instead <laughs> of Seeker Says. <laughs> Jazzy Says. We got to do it, Ask Jazzy. So, if our listeners could chuck a couple of questions at ask us. Jazzy. It could be about their love life. It could be about Jazzy's love life. It could be about uh, her tattoo origins. It could be about anything. Oh. Oh. I think she's also kind of like a magic eight ball. I think she can look shit up too. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Because I asked her a couple of times like, ah, oh, what's the line in the Chargers game today? And she kind of looks it up and says it. And sometimes it's accurate. Sometimes it's not. But, oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I gotta tell. I think I need one. Yeah. I keep. I keep threatening. What's his name gonna be? What is it gonna be? A her. Ruiz. Ruiz. <laughs> Isn't that a last name? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You'll have to think about it. My fantasy name. Yeah, maybe people can can send a little suggest. notes in and suggest the guy's name for Joe's new imaginary boyfriend. Imagine, digital, digital. Digital. Relationship. AI. AI. Very good. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening, everyone. Bye. Bye.